the Jerks in the Fourth Row podcast, where today we're going to use this podcast today as kind of a way to stretch and get back into the game. It's been a while since we've released a podcast, uh, so we're just kind of riffing today um, and just really getting comfortable back on the mic. Dog, coming from Bedford, how you doing, homie? Hey, yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, I think we're using this the kind of just check in and uh, and touch base on what we are consuming in terms of entertainment, really, because it's I think we're in a, a time of, of transition um, in mainstream, you know. Yeah, what do you culture? What, you want to tell us about your transition, dog? <laughs> I'm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh Jesus! Uh, well, we're starting out strong. We're back. Um, uh, I've been primarily streaming. I've been uh, s- streaming all of my. Uh, oh, oh, that center. type. Okay, that type of transition. Gotcha. All right. Oh I, well, I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> the way that we're consuming culture these days is a lot different than it used to be. So. Are you watching? All right. So this is a question that I talk with a, a few of my buddies about. Like, how much are you watching TV, uh, movies, consuming stuff on your phone, as opposed to sitting on the couch? Like, what is what would you say the ratio of phone consumption of media versus, or yeah, and phone includes tablet, like as opposed to the traditional sit down on the couch and watch you know, a movie or, or TV yeah, or whatever. No, it, it's a, it's a good question. Cause well, I, cause I listen to so much stuff and that's what comes from my phone is I've been listening to so much more stuff than I do watch. So I have a, more than a few podcasts that I really, that are my go-tos. Um, and, um, uh, if you're, if you're close to me, you know, I've taken up, uh, collecting and selling records. So I spend a lot of time grading them and stuff and I'll just put something on in the background. So, but the phone, you're right. It is kind of like a catch-all for you could be watching stuff, and, and I I will put on stuff when I go to bed mm-hmm. um, on uh, your phone, Netflix on my phone. Yep, because um, it's kind of mindless. Um, but so, sorry to answer your question. How much am I watching on my phone? Yeah, ratio say, is it like fifty fifty? Are you still finding yourself watching more like traditionally on TV or like on a TV? Um, I feel like the definition of TV has changed too. Like TV is now more of what's what's like live entertainment, and then the thing that hangs on your wall or or on the whatever. And and like whereas before TV was like everything, and now it's right. Just well, I think so. Way. That that's interesting. So when like when Dad sits down to watch TV, he's flicking through stuff, and he's not a hundred percent sure what he's going to watch. He's just kind of going from channel to channel or seeing what is on cable. Um, and that's what TV was, whereas now you sit down and you have the option of anything in the world that you could want to watch. Right. It's like um, programs now. Now it's just like, like I still consider if I go to Hulu, right? And like, for instance, Chris and I are watching this one with Steve Carell called The Patient at the moment right now. Um, pretty good. I think you'd like it. But that is, it's really, we're both agreeing that this just could have been a movie, but it's, we refer to it as TV because it's broken up into 30-minute inc- increments that they're releasing once every single week. So it's it's kind of a weird mm-hmm. definition of, of what that is now. So I, so I think you – so I totally agree that TV, you know, is – for me, is still like series-based stuff. So if, if there's a series or a sequence of episodes, 
Um, I don't think it necessarily needs to be released from week to week, like you said, for it to be TV for me. Like I, I consider anything you know that has more than one episode um, is is TV. Just what, in my mind, you what, know, what just about as a like, reactionary. What, so I'm noticing Netflix is doing a bunch of these like docu series. What would you? Yeah. Limited series, you know, four or five episodes. Yeah, but they're like docu series, right? So they're like stuff that's going over like Woodstock '99, or you know, like a lot of the true crime stuff is presented in in multiple episode. So there, it's almost like a three to six episode series. Would you consider that still TV, or is that something different? So, no, I would. Um, just be, uh, in again, this is for my watching purposes. It's like if I was going to say oh, I'm going to sit down and watch TV, that I would consider that sitting down and watch TV. But I would specify was if I was going to sit down and watch a movie. I don't know why, but I, I would. No, so if I'm if I'm in mode to watch a movie, that's something different than just sitting down while I'm grading records and you know putting on something that I'm not going to pay attention to. Gotcha. No. Or 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 something that I'm I'm revisiting. Um, so that, that's another theme in my, in my, what I'm watching right now, I'm just revisiting a ton of stuff, to be honest. Like, I feel like that's not like a cool thing to like, to say, I'm not like watching all the new stuff, but I'm, you know, I really have been going back and just watching stuff I've seen before. Um, and I don't know, and I don't know what that is. I think that's, no, I'm not alone there. Well, I think, I think that that's to a point, like there's often times that we, you just need something mindless, like. I feel like when I'm watching TV, there's there's types of stuff that you're actually paying attention to, and then there's stuff that you just put in the background while you're either on your phone or cooking or whatever, doing something else. It's two different things. Like we'll often watch like a movie, right, or or some sort of series that's like that we're actually focusing, paying attention to, and then if it's like intense or if we need to cool down, we'll throw an episode of like the office or whatever, whatever on to just put something mindless, just to kind of like calm our brain down from. So there's, there's different types of watching. Like for instance, sometimes like, mm. like you said, if you're going to bed and watching Netflix, sometimes I'll throw an episode of the Simpsons on just to like, okay, I can recite this in my head. It's almost like meditative to just fall asleep to. Yes. And that's not active. very much. so. Yeah. So no, and I do the same with arrested development and uh, you know, a couple of shows that are totally, I, probably been through the episodes you know dozens of times now mm-hmm. at least because i would just put them on when i go to sleep and it's yeah i can recite them and there's a there's a there's a comfort thing to that but when i'm sitting down to watch one of these historical docu-series i really want to be immersed in it and i want to be sit there and focused and i mm-hmm. and i think that takes something different than just putting it on just being there so right. i have to be in a different mode so maybe i and i'm doing that less less and less because I, I because maybe there's more access to the mindless it just anything it's right. easy to just pop something on that it doesn't take effort to watch uh, I, that's kind of where i'm at right now. there is no there's levels of focus the bottom tier is like the rerun just comfort whatever just mind-numbing stuff then there's you know something that you're interested in maybe like you know watching i don't know the news or or, or maybe sports or something like that it's like that's right. the next level and then I think the level above that is like movies. And then it's like something that you're like invested, invested in, like a long series or, you know, it's a, it's almost. And then I think above that is like actually reading a book. But who does that anymore? Really? <laughs> but a what? A what? A what? <laughs> no, but there but I do. I, I mean, I even do that at work with podcasts and stuff. Like if there's something that I'm just 
mindlessly doing at work, I'll tune into like something that I'm interested in to my ears. Whereas if there's something I need to focus mm-hmm. on, then maybe I'll have something just in the background playing so that like your levels of mm-hmm. focus changed. And I think we're training ourselves to kind of do two things at once or like focus on two things at once. I know Crystal has usually when we're watching TV, she'll have TikTok or some sort of uh, app open, you know, and doing two things at once. I don't have that level of focus, but I'm starting to, you know, at least at work, being able to podcast and work at the same time. And you it sounds like you're oh, doing absolutely. that. You're, it sounds like you're doing that with your records too. Well, I've always I've always been that way in college when I was doing my papers. I'd always be listening to music, so it's kind of like rubbing your belly and patting your head at the same time. For me, there's like a almost a rhythm in it. Uh, there's like a you know, it's a it's a you distract one part of your mind so the other part can work better. Um, but you're definitely touching on something that I think is is new um, that people are becoming comfortable being entertained or, or, or occupying different parts of their mind um, as a norm, right? Well, or, or just doing two things simultaneously, right? Like it's you know, like you're consuming two things at, at the same time or, or it's, I don't know. I don't know if that's a skill or just something that there's just so much out there that you can do that both at once, I- but... I mean, I, I, even more than even more than two things, you know, most people, you know, will sit. I'll sit with my buddies and they're on multiple apps while we're watching a movie, while we're playing a board game. I've, I've, I've seen it where people are doing multitasking is just, uh, you know, the new norm in even social settings or uh, when you're just sitting to watch movies. So when you're talking about levels of focus in mm-hmm. in watching something, I think that's a really interesting point. Because you're you're absolutely right. It takes me different modes or different <laughs> brain settings that I you know mm-hmm. I have to be in in order to to give something what I or to get out of something what I'm looking so looking to get out of. So it. when you're in that main focus, so just under reading a book, when you're actually locked into something like some of the new stuff that you're watching, what, what is that right now? What what are you what are you into and focused on? Um, certainly the the. The true crime stuff. I, I mean, I really like documentaries, and I and I'll and I'll look what, into. What did you watch last night? Last night, I'm currently rewatching The Outsider on uh, HBO. It's with you know Jason Bateman, I believe, is the, actually the director. And it's, we've talked about it before. It's kind of a uh, sci-fi meets true crime um horror type it's 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 a few different things so because you're watching um, it again are you focused on it or is it just in the background yes, yes i'm focused on because i've only seen it once before and i was i was really entertained and i thought it was great the first time yeah i liked it i'm i'm watching it again to see if i like it as much and to see if it holds up but also to with the the knowledge of, the, of foresight um so being able to i know what happens in the in the story so i'm looking to see if people are acting a certain way, I'm looking for layers is what I'm doing. And I think that's, um, uh, you know, I think there's layered writing is, is now, you know, something that can be um, done more often uh, because people can go back and watch it over and Mm -hmm. over, which is why Arrested Development, which is a, is a layered comedy show didn't take to cable because people couldn't go back and watch episodes and pick up on the recurring themes you had to be super savvy and super quick in order to. In well, that order new, to, I think you know, the format for Arrested Development was always made for binging. Because, oh, that's it, and that's how I watched it is because there's no way you're gonna re- remember 
like say if it was released as a half hour every single week after six weeks they they make callbacks to like episode one or two of like a quick thing like that and there's just there's just no way that you could remember that so it's arrested development was almost made to binge because exactly because of the call a callback joke six weeks after the first iteration like it's not gonna land Whereas if you're watching it back to back, well, then that was only like what two hours ago that they made that joke. So, so it's kind of more relevant, but right, um, you'd have to watch it in a, a single sitting in order to get the the callback. Like you could do it in movies, you could lay something the groundwork in the beginning and reference it later on in the movie, and that was considered you know really nuanced writing. But <clears throat> excuse me, in order to do it um, on TV, you're right. The attention span or the our memory just isn't that good in order to remember. Like you know, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. of a, a small, subtle joke r- repeated. Well, it would be like going um, to see so. a, a comedic or a, a, a comedian, and like you'd have to watch their their act in like six different parts. It's like, okay, like you'd come every single night or whatever, every single week you'd come back, and yeah, you'd, there's there's a whole weeks of life that is going on in between the two jokes, and yeah, it just wouldn't flow. So, um, so but also for something on tv to be effective right it needs to be very it, i again we're talking like what tv is to us and i think it's something you touched on was the the momentariness of it so it the tv was very momentary um when like the episode would come out you were in that moment or and now what we consider it is you know, sports you're in that moment yeah. i think is is very much a part of what i consider tv um or tv watching and you watch um, any sports recently that's why What's that? Have you watched any sports recently? Yeah, Red Sox. We put on the Red Sox, um, and they haven't been all that great, and the lineup's been changing a lot this year, so it hasn't been all that gripping of television. But Dennis Eckersley is retiring, uh, one of the announcers, and, you know, as you know, I'm letting everyone else know, um, but he's one of my favorite announcers of all time. Just I, I felt like he really, like, it wasn't just color. He was like talking the intricacies of the game, which is very of the time, you know, is very stat oriented and people know the game much better than just being a surface level, big home run hitting crowd. You know, yeah. or, you know, wanting someone wanted to see the big. Yeah. No, he's it's, he's it's eccentric and you got a, you got a pitcher's perspective and he's eccentric. He's an eccentric guy. So it's, it's, he made it a, a lot more entertaining and, he also had the flow to the game too. He was he was good, and like you said, he knew what he was talking about. Smart guy. He seemed like a, a rock star. He seemed like a crazy wild card, like wild thing from from uh, major league. But like he actually right. had a he actually has a pretty all that hair is hiding a big brain for from him. So yeah, he's, no, he super entertaining, but also really knowledgeable and and just kind of uh, called it like it is, in my opinion. Cool, um, but. But again, the, the nature of what we like, I think, as as you know, uh, a culture or as you know, what what's being put out there, I think, has gotten more not mature, but because we can rewatch things over and over, it, it's gotten a little bit more nuanced, um, yeah. and that's that's taking some adjustment, I think, in terms of you know what is considered mainstream, because mm-hmm. there's, I think. I think the theme of, of what media is like right now is decentralized. What would you Everything say? All is, right, so is, go back to mainstream. What what would you say the most central piece of uh, sports? 
Oh, I, no, I was going to say for, as far as like a TV show or a series for this year. But yeah, I'd agree. Sports definitely is still the Super Bowl will always do the best rating. Like, yeah, the NBA championship. Like I that's, think but I'm saying for like so it's, what, what has been the most popular thing that you think that is, is, is considered mainstream television series, whatever for this year? Stranger Things. Okay. Well, I haven't I haven't watched that. I, I got to say I haven't watched that. I've watched three episodes, but I feel like it was kind of the like you would see about it on social media. Um, you know, the songs got played. Um, so that's an interesting thing too. A lot of some of these nostalgic um, remakes or, or, or uh, nostalgia plays, like Stranger Things, is very much an early '80s or late '80s, early '90s show. They'll bring back some music, so that stuff gets popular again because of the show. Mm-hmm. So there's things. There's the I think. For something to be centralized, it needs to be reverberant in culture. Mm-hmm. So it needs to have like impact outside of just the show or just the people watching it. And that's where I felt Stranger Things had that. There wasn't a ton of other stuff that did. Again, I think sports for me is the most like central form of uh, shared uh, consumed media. Yeah, I mean, even though I didn't see Stranger Things, I definitely saw it advertised and people referring to it. Um, I would say for a movie this year, it was definitely Top Gun. This was like... The Top first, Gun, great call. The, well, that was I asked you about TV. This is movie. I think Top Gun is like the first time that there's been like that summer blockbuster where ev- like everyone's in agreement that it was pretty good. I haven't heard anyone really say that they didn't like it. I just watched it for the second time the other night and it, it's, it is. It's it's just like a classic movie. There's a, I feel like there's a lot of action movies or even whatever, summer blockbusters that you come home and they're like, yeah, they could have done this, this, and that, or it was a little too long, or it was a little too short. Or there, I think that it, I'm not saying it's a perfect movie, but I'm saying it's as as pretty well overall liked as a as a movie has been since I couldn't even tell you the last time since. Well, they don't. Not not a lot of people are making, and we touched on this before. Not a lot of people are making simple, just action movies. It's yeah, like that. there's always got to be an agenda or a layer or a. You know, somehow something's different, but it's really just kind of the same formula. You know, you know, putting different makeup on or something. Right. Uh, so, but but I think this it knows exactly what it was, and and that was something that really resonated with a lot of people. It was just something simple but entertaining, and you know, I it do what they expect and they got it. Yeah, and I think there's something to that. There was enough nostalgia in it, but at the same time, enough of a new plot where it, it worked. What do you think is the what do you, what's your favorite between the two, Top Gun or Maverick, the new one? Uh the I think the original, just because um, the I like Goose, uh, but I, I really the, the two are are basically the same thing for me. I, it's hard to to make a decision, but I I just think I like. The cast of the first one better. I like Iceman, you know. I like uh, and Goose. I think. I think I'm gonna go with the second one. I mean, I think I feel like it's bad to say that, and I'll probably change my mind again two years from now. But I, I'm just. I just came off watching the second one again for the second time, and it really is. It's. It's just. It's just awesome. I think what works. I was talking about this with Evan when we were hiking the other day. And it's it's one of those ones where there is CGI, but they don't overuse it. So there's they're they're actually in the planes for the majority of those, uh, you know, takes when they're kind of right. going through the valleys. And, and even in the first one, they didn't have to use too much 
you know, extra special effects. And we're thinking, like, Evan and I were talking, like, that's kind of the reason why I've kind of fallen off with all this Marvel stuff and all of, like, the newer-aged, um, whatchamacallit, yep. the, the newer-aged... The CGI-oriented, you know, it's cheaper for the studios to make it that way, so there's a lot more of big CGI stuff rather than the tactile, or... I, I totally agree. What's the, I, some of my favorite scenes from Top Gun were just them on the deck. Right. And the, the really great camera, high quality camera footage of the the jet uh, propulsion systems is like, wow, that's cool. And they definitely did really... use CGI like in the beginning. I think anyone who's listening has probably seen this where Tom Cruise is trying to go for Mach 10 or whatever. And like that was oh, clear. Right. Yeah, that that's was clearly all CGI, but it wasn't like it wasn't like too much. They didn't abuse it. Right. Like they didn't. They, they had, and I bet you they put Tom Cruise in one of those, like, they put him at, like, Mach 8 or whatever, in one of those test spinning things. You know, Mach t- 8? Just, no, no way. He wouldn't I don't know survive. what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, I'm just saying they probably, knowing Tom Cruise, he'd want to mimic it somehow. Sure, sure. Um, so that's just what I was watching. And I was, I was thinking about when I was getting ready for this podcast. I was thinking, like, can you remember a time where you like went to the theater or watched a show and you're just like, oh man, like the CGI is so obvious that it's ruining this movie for me. Like, do you remember? Yeah, no, no, that's definitely a lot of the Marvel stuff. You're right. I've totally fallen off with it. Um, Because of the CGI? Or because of the special effects? Certainly an aspect of it. Um, And, uh, but in terms of, I've never felt you know, completely turned off by, by something because of it. But I, I, I lean more towards the, the, the real life stuff these days. I think. I just remember there was a, there was one bond. It was kind of like in the late Pierce Brosnan era where like they were up on like the North pole or something like this. And like there's ocean all the way around and there's like this big wave. And all of a sudden he like has like a makeshift surfboard and like you can just see, like you can almost see like the stagehand like spraying water on them, and then they cut to the far scene, and it just looks like a Lego guy that's like having a joyride down the. And it was just like it definitely ruined the movie for me. It was just like, how are you? Like this is a million millions of dollars go into making this, and like you skimped here. Like first of all, that scene should have just been cut off. I think he was probably. I feel like, like that's such, I feel like that's such a common occurrence nowadays that I couldn't pick out a single one that's turned me off. Like specifically because of that because i i almost i notice it more when it's not there and that's when uh it's so common i think and you know going back to top gun that's what was notable about the movie is that it was mostly all mm-hmm. you know actual shots which i for some reason is much more pleasing to my eye yeah anything so there's a, there's a movie that's coming out that uses a little cgi by the, from what i can tell it's called smile have you seen um uh trailers for that so it's it's nope. a, it's gonna it's coming up and we'll do something for halloween but this it's coming up as like a in this halloween se- season where they're releasing just all these scary movies and it got pretty good review and you can tell like the the premise of it is you know whoever is the evil one or whoever's got the disease or whatever has this like kink, like sees people with like this really freaky smile to the point where it like distorts their face a little bit but it's not so mm. bad where it's just kind of like oh that's you know, that's, that's too far over the top. I feel like a lot of these newer scary movies sometimes where they're doing like the backwards elbow crab thing, walking around, like yes, those are right, almost right. too much. 
but this one so, looks uh, just, just about right because it's not scary anymore when it looks like oh that's just like a you know that's an animated video game over there that's yes. not scary like that's it's this one's yes. a little bit more realistic by the looks of it absolutely and that's probably why i haven't been into the recent horror stuff but i've been really into older stuff so um older horror movies i've been, i watched um nightmare on elm street the other day that i watched the shining recently um yeah i think if they and, were going to do freddy cougar today they would they would just like completely animated face it was kind of like uh two-face in the new batman begins you could totally tell that he was just wearing like a green screen and like turning. okay perfect that's a perfect time of when I was taken out of it. Then when a film was ruined for me by CGI, it was when T Harvey Two-Face came yeah. in Batman Begins. That's, you're, you're, you're killing it with me. Uh, but uh, no, w watching uh, Freddy Krueger's arms expand, but it was clearly like... I'm it was sure like a prop. It was a prop rather than, than special effects. Way more scary though. And, mm -hmm. and the way that Stanley Kubrick you know, used tension in a room or would use it in, and I'm referring to the shining. Um, even I, I watched Blair Witch, even the way that they used tension in the, in, in just the, the raw cameras, that's why it was scary because they were using elements of cinematography as opposed to uh, computer work. Yeah. And um, it seemed real and it seemed like it was really happening. I think we've talked about yeah. this before. That's why Blair Witch was so good. And like this was I like, like just before oh me too. But it was just before the internet age where you're just like you couldn't you didn't immediately know. You couldn't in the movie theater look up, is this real? So there was like a week or two where it was like, you know, rumored to be okay. true. Yeah, and that's actually what they made. I actually looked up the trailer to the Blair Witch 2. That's a they made the second Blair Witch about the phenomenon of the Blair Witch. So it's like all these kids who believed in it and went out searching for it. Oh, I think but I watched turned it that. into it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like, I don't know if Freddie Prince Jr. is in it, but he might as well have been. It was one of those, like, you know, I know what you did last summer type of horror movies from mm -hmm. the early 2000s, late 90s. Um, That's why the Saw, movie, yeah, the, the Saw movies always worked for me, the Saw, because, you know, you could tell in Saw 2 they had a bigger budget, but they weren't using it on like, unbelievable stuff it would just be kind of like the way that they would move throughout the house you could tell the camera work was better but saw one was so good because really all it took was just like a fake leg for carrie elway to like saw off and like you know fake blood it didn't it didn't require too big of a budget i think i'm with you I, it's almost like the lesser of the budget now the more i'm drawn to it right and and i think that's why the, a lot of the a24 production stuff sticks with us is because it's a lot about the the, the way it's shot and the the acting rather than the, the you know the computer worker it's the writing that makes it is super eerie or you know there's 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 different there's different elements that I think we're craving um and that's where the dispersion is um so some of us are craving nostalgia some of us are, are craving true uh true stories like so the true crime wave as well as um the popular the uh, popularity of TikTok and YouTube stuff, um, like real life celebrities. Like, so we touched on a, a, a small bit, um, but like the nature of celebrity has changed because it's it's less about mo the movie star and it's more about the amount of clicks and hits there, that you but get. There still is a few movie stars who can get us in there. Leo, obviously one of them. I think Tom Cruise is, is he's been up and down over the last 
couple of years, but right now he's definitely but, on the up. Yeah. Brad Pitt being another one. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of like actresses that would like, I'm always going to see something probably that Kate Blanchett is in. Um, like there, but it's, so you're right. I think it's less and less like that, but there, there still is, you know, some of that, that movie star pull from the, from the last generation or from our previous generation. Right. And, but, uh, but again, we're all, you, you touched on it earlier and, and I was just highlighting it where there's different avenues that are available now or different, you know, things that people are trying to consume. It's, it's so much, it's less centralized and it's, you know, there are the, the people who just want to, uh, you know, binge on, on simple stuff, um, well, Sorry. I, I no, I, I think that I, I get what you're getting at, but I, I don't think that there's you can categorize it as people. I think that us, you and me, we we're just saying there's something people want to be in a certain level at a certain time. Right. And I think right. that that's how yeah. they, they kind of consume everything. Like if, if I'm going if I'm going to go to, I don't know, uh, like Top Gun, I, I wasn't expecting it to be like I didn't need to be locked in focus. It was just kind of more mm-hmm. of like a roller coaster. And it was, it was, it was good. Yeah, it was fun. So and, um, same with Jackass when we went and saw Jackass exactly. four. It was just a it was a it was a fun time. With, you know, it was an experience to go out. But but I can't say that I that I want to go to the movie theater to watch like a true crime thing that I have to zero in focus. On, right. That's right? more that's more made for your couch to be consumed on the couch. Right. Yep. Right. And that's the stuff that I'm partial to. I think these days, and which is you know why I don't why in the past I've you know been off of the movie theaters or maybe suggested that they're on their way out is because I'm really <clears throat> the stuff that I get invested in are the, the true crime documentaries in the, uh, you know, more of the, um, I don't know, the, the oh. stuff that you, you sit and watch on multiple occasions rather than the one sitting. I think the movie theaters were a place in the kind of seeing this with other things that are released and you look at the like box office numbers like there's these movies that are coming out. Like back in the day, we would go to the movie theaters to see like an American Pie, to see comedy, to see all different genres. I think it's mainly reserved now for like that blockbuster, like summer hit. Like I, I don't think that the movies necessarily translates to comedy or dramas as much as it used to, because you can Definitely. get yeah, you can get all that stuff in your living room now. But I think that it's still good for those like avatars, for the Top Guns, for the Jurassic Parks. Like that's what it exists for now. Right, but it, I think we had we had a podcast probably like eight months ago or so when we were talking about if movie theaters are on their way out, and this is supports that my my point that they kind of that's you know more than a, what three quarters of the movies you know or or their past showings were comedies and dramas mm-hmm. and stuff that you know you would see everything there but now it's only you know a a, a, a fraction of that yeah. so I, you know i'd, I'd put horror mo- i'd put horror that. movies in that too horror movies are fun to watch in the theater they definitely yeah are. oh i so i watched a quiet place too which you um for the first time actually yep. so i have watched some decently new stuff which uh i i enjoyed it i you know it's again would have been great in theaters and i thought it was just that they again they used tension pretty well and it was you know, there's nothing really to dislike. Um, yeah. I thought the acting was really solid, and uh, CGI was certainly you know heavy with the monsters, but I, they didn't lean on it. They didn't lean on mm-hmm. it for um, sure. But I enjoyed it. You know, and 
and I'm looking forward to another one that I'm looking forward to watching, but I haven't, that's another thing. So at the movie, uh, let me finish, finish the thought. Yeah, finish the thought. The what Antlers, are you looking forward to? Which, so you, you suggested that I watch the movie Antlers. Yeah. That's one of the scarier movies that you've seen. And, and because you've put so much hype behind it and I, I I put so much hype in my own head, so I haven't watched it. You probably you suggested that last year. Yeah, because it came and out I, it's last got year. It for me, it's like, yeah, and 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 I'm and I keep saying to myself, oh, it, it's it's going to be the right moment, or somehow it's got to be the right night for me to sit down and watch it, or I have to be with a buddy, or yeah, you know what I mean. I keep coming up with excuses not to watch it in a way, even though I'm excited to watch it. Isn't that hey, weird? It like, is weird. That, that's that's a you thing. It's October right now. It's starting to get cooler. The pumpkins are on the on the decks. It's time. Go for it. It's it's my it's but, my Dylan's gotten frustrated with me before. He's like, dude, you have a movie podcast and you don't watch anything new. And, <laughs> when, and this is kind of what I wanted to touch on in this episode is like, or almost admit to it. It's like I don't. I'm not like a uh uh need to see the brand new stuff, or I'm not on top of the the newest of new of, of, of what's out there. But I really like the stuff that I like. Well, that's you know? why you got me, man. I'll, I stay on top of what's current. So you can, uh, you can, <laughs> you can keep watching reruns of Arrested Development and I'll, I'll, I'll bring the, the, the flavor with the newest stuff. But so, but I'm, I'm, I'm re I'm reanalyzing like the outsider and all this different stuff, but you, I you mean, should come watch so, smile. Crystal so and I mean, want to go watch smile sometime. You should come with us. I'll let you know what night we're watching. All right. Come all right. Watch it. So, all right. So, so what, uh, you being the, the person on, on top of the curb or the head of the curb, or is it the curve or the curve? Curve. Or the... curve. <laughs> so, uh, what are you watching right now? Or what do you, what are you, well, so I said, we just, we're, we're in the middle of watching the, the patient right now. Hulu, Hulu has their Huluween type going on so they there's a lot of scary stuff that comes through there um we just watched a movie about a month ago called fresh about a cannibal which was it was way over the top but it was it was good um we saw this movie called 13 lives which goes over the um those kids in oh i want to say it was the philippines who got stuck in the cave and needed to be rescued that was really good it had colin colin farrell in yeah the documentary of that is amazing too if you haven't seen the documentary it's, i haven't seen the documentary it's an incredible just, story. just the drama the, the dramatization of oh. it. but it was it was really good um we're watching just i mean we're watching some this is kind of like uh i don't know like romance crap whatever sexual thriller series called um tell me lies that's on hulu right hmm. now that's pretty good we, we've been trying to watch Dahmer, but it's so like disturbing that we we go we watch it in like half episode increments and it's just like okay we need to turn this off oh. now um and then i'm oh, catching sounds like, like i like that stuff i'm catching up on uh better call saul too so i i they just did the the final season of better call saul whenever i get a couple hours to myself i'll i'll turn that on and so those so, are the, those uh, are the types of new things that I want to go. I want to go see Don't Worry Darling or whatever that new that new Harry Styles Chris Pine uh what's her name? Jordana Pugue or something. What's I can't remember her name right now. I don't know. Don't Worry Darling looks good. Uh there's uh Smile obviously I want to go see like there's a few things that are coming out that I would definitely go to the movies for. So yeah, so, I mean I, I think I listed off I, I said this the other day to myself, Saul Goodman. 
is like, oh wait, his, it's it's Saul Goodman. It's all Goodman. Is that like I haven't watched the show, but is that like somehow incorporated? I'm, I was like, wait a minute. I'm barely into season like... two, and he's still being called Jimmy McGill. So I don't. They haven't transit. He hasn't gone over to Saul yet. So I don't know. Right. Anyways, that's that's a, a show people are crazy about that I haven't really gotten into as much, but yeah. But but I mean, there's so much stuff to consume though. There, there's so much stuff to consume that I, I find myself going backwards in, in, in that, like, uh, I feel like stuff piles up and I, you know, and, I, and, I, and it somehow becomes harder to watch the more stuff there is. I, I can see you shaking your well, head. Well, that's because that's a, that's be a you thing. That's a you thing. I can just see you I get... can't be alone in it, though. Like, somebody else, like, they, does this happen to anybody else? I'm Reach sure. out, guys. I'm sure. I'm sure there are, but, like, you're denying yourself new experiences. It's like... That's, it's, I know, but sometimes, like you said, when I'm sitting down to watch something, um, I'm, you know, I'm more likely to be in a mode of just wanting some comfort rather than to challenge myself as of late. Um, and I guess that's just the mode I'm in. But in, yeah. in, so I do challenge myself with the podcasts I listen to and the, in the, you know, and I'm always out in, out in the world. I'm experiencing the world. So I don't know. I, I put a lot of my focus too into newer music, so mm. that's where I'm getting a lot of newer right. stuff. Well, so, music. so, so that's where I go back. I always kind of listen to the old stuff for the music. So that's kind of well, other than the electric stuff, but that's just kind of fed to me through podcasts. I don't go looking for it. It's just kind of, but uh, yeah, that. So for music, I'm I'm probably the reverse review. I'd all my channels on Sirius are are stuff from the 2000s and earlier. There's hardly anything that's that's like new. And well, I guess yeah, maybe the heat that's that's like new like rap and stuff. But really, I I am so I'm just I'm so I'm so no- stuck in like '90s rap and like classic rock and 2000 hits and lithium and all that stuff that I just I need yeah, I need to expand my when you when you bought that record the other day when you were out here and we listened to that new it was the one with the yeah, bird on it with like. Prawn, yeah, it's called Prawn. That was awesome. That was an awesome album. And I'm like, why don't I do this more? Because and and that's probably in I I do that quite often, or I, I find you know new bands are are mining you know music history for like I'm really into Electric Light Orchestra right now. Mm-hmm. Like I think they're sick, mm-hmm. and I never got into them before. Um, well, so but, you, uh, Doug, you know that that's not a new band, right? What's <laughs> new to me though? You know, it's 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 new it's to like me. Forty so years fine. ago, but. But, yeah. but, but I, you gotta, I respect the comfort listens. I respect, for, um, you know, having your, your go-to playlist. Cause that's kind of how I am with television or TV right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, uh, all right, well, let's you know, challenge I, each other to switch. You watch in the next two weeks, in the next couple podcasts, I will do, I'll check in with you, see what new shit you've watched and vice versa. I'll listen, send me a couple albums that you think I'd like, and I'll listen to them. All right, so I'm I'm gonna watch Antlers and we'll go see Smile and you can listen to Prawn. The album is Kingfisher. It's awesome. It was awesome. Just when we were driving up the main coast, that was awesome listening to that. So I definitely yeah, it was a fun. Oh, you know, we we had a great time on that on that trip. We met. That's the thing. That's the new experiences. We're going out. We're meeting people. We're those are the things that I'm more invested in right now. I feel like more than new television, right? Well, like, I you mean, you could do that. Both but, super active people. No, but I mean, I think like anyone, we watch probably two or three hours of television a, a day. Like, what, 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 what it is, might as well, what, might as what, well what be, its function is. 
might as well experience new stuff there too, you know? But sometimes I just want, like when I'm watching something, I'm most of the time I'm doing it to turn my mind off yeah. as of late, at least. So, True. I mean, you no, I think you're, what the the real takeaway for me from this podcast, which is wrapping up, is the the tiers of focus. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a really interesting new thing um, in in watching stuff, yep. um, and what and what's being in that also influencing what's being put out. Um, so I I think that ability to that people are really you know putting the focus into stuff. I think there's uh, you know different avenues that are emerging because of that, and then decentralization because of that or you know yeah as a reaction but um okay but so ra wrapping up here i think there's one last thing we wanted to touch on and that was a briefly lived podcast that we put out and it's half the reason why we're doing this podcast today just kind of more stretch our legs stretch our lungs whatever you want to call it but yeah you might have noticed in our social media that we posted something about mtv uh and dog do you want to just kind of explain what well, happened this, was, this so this was a uh a, my call to yank it uh we usually listen no to no no podcast. both calls i'm with you i'm with it it was well, a, it so was an hour and a half was, long podcast it needed to we could have done in 45 minutes and yeah it it, it it'll it'll forever live on our social media but it's it's off of our podcast listing so if you saw that episode and couldn't listen to it that's why but, uh, well, and, and, but I got to say, and it wasn't because of Phil, it was, <laughs> it was just me talking at the microphone and it was just, it, it had to go. It yeah. just had to go. We'll, we'll revisit the topic. We'll, we'll leave it there and we'll, we'll try to give you another episode. Maybe it's a little something more concise and we were researched. We just had so much stuff, but I think we feel, I feel like, I think you're right. I think we hadn't done the podcasting in so long. We just kept circling over and over and just talking about the same thing over and over again and it just well, i was very excited to talk about it too like i we'll was do more it. We'll excited do it again. than i was organized you we'll know? do it we'll do it again well this has been good dog i think we're going to cut it off here we're just before 45 minutes so we'll keep it to this uh we'll riff again a couple more times and then uh, get into the halloween season this was good Perfect. always good to talk to you homie Peace. Set me up to zone out pushing paper slamming the stage